Welcome back to The Marriage Melody, where we are composing a lifetime of love and happiness with our husband. I am your host, Rivka Harper. Let's just do a quick recap from what we learned last time. Last time we talked about why you want to keep your husband at the top of your mind all the time, making him your top priority. It is because when you find those moments where you can do what he needs and what he wants, it's just one way you can say thank you to him and to show him your appreciation. And when you do, you're bringing the both of you closer to each other. The homework was to find those times where you can put your husband first. For example, when you have errands, try to make it so that his errands are done first. If you make coffee or tea for the both of you, to pour his coffee or tea into his cup first. What we have to do is keep in mind what the ultimate goal is, and that is to become one with each other. No, it will not always be easy, and it's not supposed to be. For if it were, then there'd be nothing to work on. Life would be dreadfully boring, and you would not be happy. Today, I want to share a story with you all. Very recently, I was sick, which is, thank God, not very usual for me. I have been known to get migraines, and I have various triggers for them, but that seems to usually be about it in general. But this time, I was sick. My husband was out of town, and the only other person in the house was our 14-year-old son. And he had to fend for himself for food, which he really does not like to do for those two days. I felt really bad that I couldn't get up and help him. After school on the first day, I asked for his help in bringing me medicine and something to drink. When he came into my room with what I asked for and saw me shaking from my fever, I think it really made an impact on him. As I said, I am not usually sick. Before he went to bed, he asked me if I would be taking him to school in the morning, like I usually do. I told him to come ask me in the morning. That next morning, before he came to wake me up, and I happened to already have been awake but still in bed, I heard him take care of one of our fish tanks, which is one of many. We do have several. But it was without me having to say anything. And when he did come to wake me up, he said he could take his bike if he wanted. I ended up telling him that he could ride his bike and that would be helpful. I was definitely much better the second day. However, I was still in bed most of the time, sleeping on and off the entire day. It was not until close to supper time that I finally felt well enough to talk on the phone with my husband. We do have one other son in town, and he actually lives quite close to us. And my husband asked if I had told him I was sick. 
I said no, and I just left it at that. Well, it was not long after that my other son came, parked in our driveway, to come and see me. Yes, his father sent him. On one hand, I felt love that he was there. But on the other hand, I did feel a little bad, for I was pretty much okay by that time. After all, I was up and about when he showed up. I then remembered I had some chicken broth in the freezer, and since I hadn't eaten all day, felt that would be something that would be helpful to warm up on the stove for me. And being it was just broth, I decided to give him a hot paper cup to pour it in, so all I needed to do was drink it, and it would be less for me to wash afterwards. He not only warmed it up, but he very kindly put a top on it for me as well. And then just as quickly as he showed up, he left to get back to what he was doing before. I was just so grateful for many things. Firstly, I was out and about that first morning and was just very grateful that I finished what I needed to do before I got sick. My youngest was such a help, and I could not help but feel so proud of him when he not only took care of the fish tank all by himself, and not only when he seemed to almost insist that he would take himself to school, though you should know that he usually prefers a ride, but he didn't even ask me on that second morning, and I was more than able to take him then. But... Instead, all I heard was the door close as he left for school. And my husband knows me well enough and knew I would not call our other son, so he did without saying anything to me. And that chicken soup was just what I needed, and I am so grateful for his son for stopping by, even if it was for just a couple minutes. Every time I noticed something to be grateful for, it just filled me with love. By the end of the second day, when I would say I was mostly better, I just felt just so much love that was inside. And when you feel loved, you feel happy. And when you're happy, the studies do show that you get better faster. So why do I tell you this story? What do the actions of my boys have to do with marriage? Well, not much actually. But we have talked a lot about showing gratitude towards our husbands. And to show gratitude, you have to first search out what you have to be thankful for. For if you don't even see it, you can't be thankful. Once you see the good, then you can show gratitude. If it is not something one is used to doing, it actually can be hard at first. I know. It's a muscle that you have to constantly work on to make it better and to make it stronger. You start small. You can find one small thing, or 
Maybe it might be easier just to find one big thing. Those usually hit us in the face a lot, lot easier sometimes. However, the more you work on your gratitude muscle, the easier it will be for you. What about my story? Okay, so there was one moment where my husband called our other son, but the story was mostly about our two boys. The answer is simple. True, we are only working on a relationship with their husband right now. But really, all of this can be applied to our various relationships. Our children, our other family members, our friends, our co-workers, everybody else. And no, don't worry, I'm not asking you to start applying these tools to your other relationships. Right now, I just want you to keep focusing on your relationship with your husband. However, I share this story with you to show you a real-life example about when you work on this one special relationship, the one with your husband, you'll probably notice that after a while, the tools you use will spill over just so naturally to your other relationships just because of habit. And when that happens, you'll be able to feel even happier just about life in general. You know, it might take a while. And right now you might feel like you're really far away from being there. And that is perfectly okay. We are all on our own path in life. And we are just where we need to be at the moment. You will get there. Here is what I want you to work on for this week. Look for the things that your husband does or says that you can be grateful for. It can be something big or it might just be something so small that normally neither of you would even notice it. Look for it. Those things he does for you, they are there. It is so much easier to see all the things that annoy us, for that's how we are built. But the true joy and happiness and contentment comes from working on our gratitude muscle. We all know by now that it's really nice if we thank our husband. But I want you to focus on how it makes you feel when you notice what your when your husband does something for you. Yes, do remember to say thank you. But are you able to appreciate it? Does it make you smile on the inside? Can you actually feel the love that he has for you? Even if you only feel it a little bit? See you next time.